everyone, and welcome back to the Party Business Podcast. I'm your Lord Master Chris, and we have a unique episode for you this week. The crew, you know what? They need a name, I feel like. Like Glass Cannon Pod has the True Now Five or whatever. Adventure Zone has Trace Horny Boys. We got to one-up those. <laughs> Not going to one-up those. Uh, anyway, this geeky-ass fellowship has finally made it out of Merkwood. All it took was five episodes, one of which was a two-parter. <laughs> I guess that's canonically making sense, because Merkwood is a bitch to get through. Uh, that means we get our very first fellowship phase in this episode. Fellowship phase is the downtime level-up mechanic in the One Ring RPG. We wanted to do this one on mic, just so you can see how leveling up works. We are very much figuring things out, so bear with us. It's going to get smoother next time. We'll probably cut most of it next time, actually. Uh, but want to give you the heads up. Uh, the fellowship phase uh, downtime does lead to some incredible role-playing now that courses through this episode and the next episode, actually. Um, which, speaking of, for those of you keeping up live, and I know there's a few from the responses we're getting and the analytics, which is incredible uh, that people are, you know, you guys are actually keeping up. We love you. Um, but... We are going to skip next week's show, um, so we won't have a recording released because it's Thanksgiving week, and our awesome editor, Patrick, who also plays Cat Vera, probably wants some family time with his wife and his two adorable twins. Those are my nieces, too. And, you know, the rest of us probably want family time or whatever. Then, after Thanksgiving, we will be back. Episode 7. But I just want to give you the heads up so you're not like, where's my episode? Uh, so no episode next week. Uh, but that's about it. Our website and socials are in the show, show notes, blah, blah, blah. Back to the adventure. Now that the group has made it to the edge of Mirkwood and escaped an encounter with a terrifying unknown monster, they get a chance to rest, hopefully. Here's episode six of the Party Business Podcast, Beer Lodgings. All right. Um, so you're still in the forest. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Uh, that, you've been that there a while. <laughs> this is, uh, it's been 87 years, whatever. <laughs> Seriously. Um, yeah. You guys actually get to come out of the forest today. Coming out of the forest. Um, everybody together. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, little recap, because for us, on this side of the recording, we've actually not recorded in, like, a month? I think uh, it's been a while for you. It's been a minute uh, for you guys. It's going to be a week of difference <laughs> as you catch up very quickly to our recordings. Um, but for us, we need a little recap. Here's what's happened. The kid is now addicted to the marijuana. No, um, <laughs> but I mean, character development. Yeah, you're 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 Long just probably a bad example. <laughs> the kid is coughing just a little bit less each time. Yes. <laughs> Poor influence. Um, I actually made a little spark notes um, for Josh. He's working on our uh, logo. And uh, it also helped me <laughs> because I forgot where we were at. Um, but here's some of the things that have happened to all you guys. First, you need to protect this caravan going through uh, Mirkwood. And you've done a very good job, <laughs> admittedly. Um, you've met the elves, uh, and after meeting them, you got into Mirkwood and ended up uh, almost getting into complete disaster because you ended up having to chase uh, Baldor into the forest because uh, he went kind of crazy. Got yourselves involved with some spiders, favorite, as you do. My favorite, my favorite. No. Uh-huh. But you guys came out of that so well. Like <laughs> there were some flourishes. Yurik was doing some crazy acrobatics. Um, you know, some. Uh, you didn't even have to really fight him. Yeah. Um. Then you ended up finding uh, a crazy old hermit living yeah. in a stump. Uh, Heartguard was his name. Related and... to uh, Yurik somehow. Yes, uh, Yurik's mentor. Um, that's right that's right so when he was really little and 
uh, is also York was thinking, wait a minute, the one of the sons of one of the elders has been missing for a while. So this you kind of put two and two together that you know your this heart guard is uh, the missing son, uh, and you also got this sweet axe head. Um, called Wolf. Yeah, someone tried to take it. I don't know who. Uh, like, someone with sticky fingers. Oh, uh, I don't. I, 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 no, it was definitely not. Rory did not try to steal it. <laughs> I like how Sean can't remember a lot of things with the story, but he remembers that. God damn it. Boy, boy, can you recall the grudge. Yeah. Sean will remember this one. <laughs> yeah. Sean will remember this. Words will never forget. Ours. Yurik disliked that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Then uh, you had a kind of strange encounter at night, one camp, camping one night, uh, with a creature that you never really saw too well. Um, that who knows if it was Sneagol or Gollum. Who knows? Um, but you had either. a little bit of an encounter. Or both. Um, <laughs> who knows? Uh, it definitely. I definitely made didn't make sure to get him in there to potentially use my golem voice, but really didn't get to. So it's all it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he canonic- canonically is actually in this area, but not for long. Um, so you got through that, and then you had a really crazy encounter with some dark, evil presence in a well. Um, yes. and that's what we what we did last time, and it was. Potentially disastrous, as a few of you got caught up in the vines. Uh, I think did it was Cat Vera get caught in yes, that? Yes, it was Cat Vera and I think it was the kid. The the kid, yeah, because he did it for the vine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna understand oh, that. <laughs> Remember Vine? Oh. We were um, only we were only in the well for uh, about fifteen seconds. It's about how long Vine was alive too. Suck it, Vine. That's right. Uh, but you managed to kill this dark presence in the well, which I did not expect to happen. Which is kind of one of the crazy things about the One Ring. Like, if you wound something twice, it's pretty much dead. Um, unless it has some special trait. Which hey. is great when you're attacking. Why Why but- didn't you expect us to get rid of it? Hold on. <laughs> Let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Because it had a decent amount of endurance, <laughs> so I was not expecting you to whittle it down. I was just hoping you guys would escape, and uh, was I expecting one of you to die? <laughs> who, who knows? Who, who knows? <laughs> I think Chris is trying to say, don't let our hubris get in the way, because next time we won't get as lucky with the crits, and we'll all perish. <laughs> I thought we were like protected by like main character you know, plot yeah. armor. Oh, plot armor. What do you mean? He wants to kill a member of the party. I've already got my backup character. Yeah. Uh, this is it. This See? is it. Rise of the Skywalkers. All right. This is, you know, we're not protected by. <laughs> yeah. This isn't Game of Thrones season seven or anything. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Hey, Boromir was the main character. Oh, That's no. true. <laughs> so, so now you kind of come out of that and recovered. And you were only really another day or so away from the edge of the forest as you and the four pack mules that um, Baldor had in tow with his son and the rest of you following. It's been one hell of a journey, but you made it to the other side of Mirkwood and the Wilderlands are now in front of you. I'm going to actually pull up a little map here. Uh, let's see. For our audience, can you de- in detail describe the Wilderlands? Absolutely. Um, I I mean, my like secret ability is to describe in detail Tolkien's world. <laughs> it's my like. Can I can I somehow just like make a living doing that? If, Thank you. If Kirby yeah. if Kirby sucked you up in Smash Brothers, would that be the power he gets? <laughs> Oral, oral history <laughs> of of the the Tolkien world. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's. Uh... But you were following the uh, elf path that came, you know, out of Mirkwood, 
that came uh, from the Elven King's Halls. So you guys stayed there and you followed that all the way across. This is the same path that Bilbo and the dwarves traveled in The Hobbit. So and you're coming out the forest gate, which uh, opens up to this valley. On the other side of the valley is the Misty Mountains. So that's a huge range of mountains that, you know, go north to south and make this big, long north-south valley where a lot of people live. And that includes the Bjornings, the Woodsmen. Um, Woodsmen have a few different things going on on that side. So basically, you've got this wide open kind of track of valley and... uh it's open to you. And there are some key things that some of you may know uh, about the area. Uh, Yurik, of course, you um, are a woodsman. So you know this area really well. The Wilderland is uh, very known to you. So you pretty much know a lot of the happenings, especially as a wanderer. Way to the far to the south, it's still going to be a few days journey. You have uh, Woodland Hall, which is kind of like the where the elders are and that kind of thing for the woodsmen. Then uh, just south of that is Woodman Town, which uh, a lot of the woodmen live in. Um, and then south of that, even farther, is Rostobel, which is where um, you know him as Radagast the Brown lives. Uh, so he's just this old kind of sage that you know of, and you know that there's kind of like a group living around him as well. But... Uh, how well you know him is kind of up to you. So, <laughs> well, I can tell you um, how well Yurik knows him. <clears throat> hmm. Radagast is Yurik's supplier for pipeweed, for sure. Who's <laughs> that? Hundred <laughs> percent. Best drug dealer there is, right there. <laughs> Got that uh, uh, that pineapple express pipeweed. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just like the idea of, like, the wizards have this just line of, <laughs> of pipeweed trade across Middle-earth that they're just running in the background. <laughs> hey, they may be oh, mayor, yeah. but they still have bills to pay, okay? An alternate reality <laughs> where they only think that they're wizards. <laughs> <laughs> they just, this is why you don't use your supply, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's good. Uh, across the valley, uh, kind of up against the uh, Misty Mountains, is Mountain Hall, which is kind of uh, another uh, human location. There's some little bit of relationship between Woodland Hall and Mountain Hall. A lot of the same kind of people that have just decided to live two very different lives, one in like the mines of the mountain and another uh, in the forest. In this area, a lot of trade happens. So um, you still have dwarves moving through this area. Every once in a while, like there might be a rare, rare sighting of an elf, especially heading west. Um, and of course, you have the Bjornings. So, Kat Vera, you're pretty well versed in this entire yeah. valley as well. So, you have closer than Woodland Hall, where you guys are coming out of the forest, is Bjorn's house. Bjorn, of course, from The Hobbit, has made kind of a people around him that have come from the mountains and the surrounding areas uh, and have decided to live their lives around Bjorn and live kind of his lifestyle of pure nature and holding back the shadow of uh, this valley, which has been cleared out uh, about 10 years ago. Uh, it's been pretty safe, uh, considering the Goblin King was killed by Gandalf. So, you have this uh, spoiler for something that was like, in the 30s it was written. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so you have this whole valley, and what we are going to do yeah. is what is called a fellowship phase. Fellowship. It's my favorite phase. <laughs> it's a whole phase. Um, one ring is broken up into three major phases. The fellowship phase, which is what we're going to do right now. The journey phase, which is kind of what you guys have been doing. And then the adventure phase, which is the journey phase stops and, you know, you guys encounter spiders and you do some acrobatics. <laughs> that, that's kind of like how that's separated. This last adventure was a mix of both kind of intertwined. When a lot of the times your journey is going to take you to an adventure that's going to stick around for a while, and then you're going to have to journey back. So uh, that's kind of how it splits up. But fellowship phase. You guys get to decide what your characters do, how you rest. You can heal some corruption. You're definitely going to like add some skill points to your character. Um, and we're going to go from there. So first, I think as you come out of the forest, 
let's uh, figure out where everyone wants to go first, because we might have a lot of little side-like conversations with individual characters you guys split up. Then I have an idea of how to bring everybody back together. But um, for now, this is going to be up to you guys. For, um, not for me, but for the novices listening to this podcast who have no clue what's going on here. So so you're, you're, you're saying, uh, Chris, that during the fellowship phase, each individual can just can depart from the rest of the party if they wanted to? Yes. So uh, fellowship phase lasts about like a month or two, like kind of like a season almost sometimes as long as that. Like you're probably not going to go on a lot of adventures in the dead of winter. Um, so you might want to wait till the snow clears, that kind of thing. Uh, makes, you know, Middle Earth kind of a character of its own, too, as you plan your adventures uh, around the time of year. But it is summer, the very early beginning of summer as you come out of the forest. It was getting warm there the last few days. Summer's upon you, and you probably have, you know, about a month, maybe two, to kind of do what you want in this valley and kind of explore and... Uh, basically, it's like downtime in D&D terms. So you decide, hey, I want to go carousing at the bar for like a month. Uh, you know, uh-huh. uh, I want to I want to go and heal some corruption. I want to go talk to some of the elders. You all should have like a sheet that has a full list of like idea generators, basically, and some of the like benefits that they might like also produce for your character because you could gain traits you could gain temporary like abilities for the next adventure based on what you do so it's kind of like a cool way to like the mechanics make you slow down and and enjoy middle earth a little bit between adventures um because adventure life is tough do we only get to pick one um i'm this time i'm going to allow you to pick two so Mm. i think there's gonna be enough time and things are kind of good right now in the valley so i think you'll be able to move around a lot and we'll say that you can do two undertakings in two. addition to leveling up. Okay. And on the second page of your character sheet is more of like the fellowship phase thing. Because what year are we in? Because I want to put event description, you know, protected, you know, yeah. protected, escorted Baldor and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Definitely. Um, you are in the year. Let me bring my notes. 2951. Okay. So you just got through spring of 2951 and are now entering summer. Mm. This is a big year canonically. Would, Sauron may be coming back. And is that so? What is the uh, what is the lore? I guess of uh, the Lord of the Rings during this time. So is this when? This is when. Um, uh, someone comes back in the Ministry of Magic and is like, oh, Sauron's here. And they're like, yeah, that's how it is. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't, don't say right? his name out loud, bro. Oh, whoa, sorry. Whoa, whoa. Right. No, you can't say it three <laughs> times, right? Three times are you summoned? Yeah. Then, yeah. Okay. <laughs> three exactly. times and then he'll show up in your bathroom mirror and take your Yu-Gi-Oh While looking in the mirror. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. <laughs> oh, my blue eyes white dragon. No. <laughs> uh, so canonically, that's a good question because I, I like playing in the like background lore of uh lord of the rings but basically canonically what's happening this year is uh sauron has unveiled himself in mordor um and officially is starting to go up against gondor um and for anyone like in the like that knows their timeline a little bit this is still decades away from lord of the rings happening so that just kind of gives you an idea of how long like sauron was around and like giving gondor trouble and kind of speaks into why boromir was such a pain in the ass because like they've been Doing this a while. This is, like, this is when they <laughs> yeah. started to seize Ash, 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 I believe. Osgiliath, yeah. Sorry, it's been a minute. Oskoshbagosh. I love getting my girl's clothes from there. I was like, of all the people here, it would be Patrick who knows what that is. I believe that that city was like a city before, you know, the rise of Sauron again. It was like actually like a place that they had been done and just fallen because of the constant attacks. Am I correct in that? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's kind of the rumor going around right now that have just started trickling in, um, like northward, is that there's a lot of people uh, trying to find refuge, you know, uh, out of the area. Mm-hmm. And one of the places they're escaping to right now is Osgiliath. But that's, you know, eventually going to come under attack, too. 
So that's kind of the major thing going on right now. But uh, some interesting stuff uh, that's not going to be super spoilery for us because I'm definitely going to hold some things close to the chest here. Um, that uh, Gollum is uh, actually in this part of the woods uh, Again? in this time. I thought we were um, done with that looking. guy. <laughs> so, that guy, dude. Yeah, you, uh, you have been able to avoid him uh, because he is looking for a any news about a certain uh, hobbit that got his precious. So, Chris, forgive me. I know that you kind of went over this, but I was um, that I think that image you were trying to pull up never loaded on my screen. So I've got the map in front of me. Where you said we are, where now? Like respective uh, of like, like Bjornings, Woodman. Like where are we on this map? Yeah, um, yeah. It's in your book too. You're north of Bjorn's house uh, at the forest gate, cool. which is uh, coming out of the elf path. So, like Got you guys it. came out right there, and then you'll everything is kind of south that you'll want to do probably. Yep. Uh, okay, so we're more in like a mountain hall area ish. Yeah, you're north of that right now. When you come out, okay. it's forest gate, and then yeah, you guys can go oh, south and go to I Bjorn's see. house. You can go, yeah, Woodman Hall. You can go, if any of you have ties, to Mountain Hall. Well, certain downtime activities, it seems like on that little cheat sheet you gave us, Chris, Mm -hmm. it seems like you can only do certain ones at certain places. Yes. So you um, have to know the right people and be at the right place in some of them. Um, So, yeah, I, I like that a lot. And some of it, like healing corruption, you got to do it in a sanctuary. So sanctuary is basically anywhere you've made like good friends, like you know, like Bilbo the dwarves kind of have a sanctuary in Rivendell, you know. Um, so did we even have that? <laughs> we do not have do a sanctuary. You? No, you don't. But uh, and all of us have to choose soon. to do that undertaking if we want to get one. Yeah. Um, I do have a question. Um, so. In the Valor and Wisdom rank, how do you mm-hmm. cost to attain new rank or level? Where would I find that? I am going to give that to you. We get a sign. Oh, I see. Yeah, you get experience points based on how like well you did in the last oh. adventure. Determined by me. Like It's weird, the level up system in one ring is very like... How, how did you guys think you did? Because that's kind of how you level oh, not, up. Not good uh, at all. Okay. Understand. I mean, that's fine. Whatever works. Whatever works. Uh, you are the only one that got two shadow points. Out of all of us. What? What was that? Sorry. You were the only one that got two shadow points out of everybody. Listen, it's his first time. Gotta give him a break. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, that's true. He's very inexperienced. He's like Throwing adults, shadow man. points. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay so as you come out of the forest we'll uh, set this up narratively here baldor says to you well uh south is going to be any anywhere worth going uh if you couldn't you could you're free to go i the danger is gone now that we're in the valley but i'll be heading to woodland hall as my first stop so if anyone wants to go there they can come with me uh, a little bit south of here, on one of the crossroads, uh, is a new little establishment that some of you may be interested. Uh, it's called the Easterly Inn, and it is run by, um, well, uh, some halflings. Uh, so you might find some good company there. Uh, <laughs> and he looks over at uh, Ted. Uh, Ted makes eyes at Rory as well, and then back. <laughs> With a smirk. <laughs> I mean, it would make more sense to be among people my own height. <laughs> smirk with. Oh, they actually, they do have. Um, I believe one of the the help there is a dwarf as well. So, um, you might I'm find just. I'm. I'm. I can't there. stand being around all these tall doors. <laughs> if I get called a child they... one more time, <laughs> I'm. I am sorry about it's that. It's like they don't even see the beard. <laughs> it's true like the dwarves have the most epic best beards in all of middle earth and do not deserve to be called children uh, <laughs> yeah. um now bjorn's home uh and his people are south as well but uh i'd be wary um unless you are in the know with them they are not very uh open to just travelers waltzing in but you are welcome in uh woodland hall and uh woodland town 
they accept trade and travelers from all over. So, whichever you tra- decide to do, you won't That's pretty far send south. me if you decide not to come with me. So, where is he headed to again? He's headed to Woodland Hall. Oh, to Woodland so Hall. He's got okay. a few. Yeah, he's got a few days' journey, but it's pretty safe in the valley right now. Finn and I are heading in that direction, so we'll come. I also have a an out of character question. Um, of course. Do okay. So I I just read that we all need to spend our time in a place to create a sanctuary. Um, does that mean that it do we do we like it, so? Let's say I move to the Easterly End. Let's say someone else moves somewhere else. Are we able to all congregate back in? a place where we would call a sanctuary and spend the rest of the time there. This takes place over yeah. months, right? Right. Yeah, this place over months. So you have time, like if you guys want to do some like undertaking that's by yourself and then all, you know, decide together, hey, but our second one, we should do the sanctuary thing and, and meet up in one place. That's totally acceptable. So we need to agree on like the rendezvous then before we all like yeah. separate. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, it seems well, like the Easterly Inn sounds like a bomb place to have a sanctuary. Agreed. <laughs> sounds like... good. Sure. I suggest right, that. So... <laughs> Does anyone want to suggest it in character? Or... Oh, sorry, Han. Go ahead. Uh, it oh no. Be me. no! Go ahead. Go ahead. Because oh, actually, no. What I what the kid wants to do, um. At this point, his motivation to keep going on with the group is to follow uh, Kat Vera because of her connection to her mom. Um, And so knowing that and then kind of maybe the combination of the undertaking search for answers, he's following her. I don't think he has like a real reason to stick with the group because holy crap, he's like, that was so hard and I want to go home. (laughs) I do um, like that. But yeah, so I think his whole thing is just like if the if everyone is separating, he's following her but from a distance, if that makes sense. He's staying <laughs> he, you know, like he's staying in the same towns as her and and you know, in the same area but not actually accompanying her. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, I would I would approach the kid and be like, um, you know, I am I am heading home to the eagle's eerie if you want to accompany me um i want to uh ask around to some people about some stuff and you know just say hi to my my father and my mother i need to report back anyway this was my first sort of trip out as a warden so i need to report back to them my progress so if you want to accompany me you you you're welcome to join is this after she like sees him like trying to sneak around and doing a very bad job at it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my it's gosh! Like this kid in the long grass, like, what's he doing? He's twenty feet away. Yeah, yeah. What is this? I can sh- I can see your blonde hair. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of I... a lot of like nonchalant listening, just. <laughs> <laughs> I think he definitely takes her up on that offer, but he's very just like a. He's not. He's not gonna admit that like he's at a loss of what to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. If yeah. if you wish, I you know we can visit uh, Bjorn's house as well. He's fairly close by. He might know a thing or two about herbs in the area. He he might be the one to know. But uh, you know, you could also ask my mother; she would she would know as well. He he like crosses his arms. It's just like, oh, if you want the company. <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think his undertaking would be like search for answers. Cool. Yeah, that's probably what I was gonna do too. All right. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll say that. You'll go that way. Yeah, what does... Um, so Ted... Or yeah. sorry, not Ted. Uh, the kid and Cat Vera start heading over towards Bjorn's house, basically. Have we all... Before they do that, before they, like, they've, like, completely left the rest of the party, we have... Have we 
all aligned on where we're meeting after we get done with fight card. Yeah, so not in character, no. So right, Ted, yeah. Ted approaches the party and says, um, "I would, I would like to suggest something. Um, we have not had warm meals, soft beds, uh, comforts mm. of really any kind in the last." Many, many days, and I would just like to let you all know that there is a wonderful, lovely inn very close to here that is operated by some of my favorite people in the world, and they would love to have us join. Um, of course, there might be a small fee. However, um, we, we should park there for a little while. It would be quite nice. Does it have a good name? Of course it has a good name. And I will let you see it on the sign whenever we walk in. More, more, more importantly, do they, have, do they have good ale? Oh, the ale is second to none. Do they have any dwarven imports? I would say almost certainly. Like, I know you, your halflings have some fine stuff, I understand. But the, the, the stoutiness, really, you don't, you don't get it really, like, musty enough, you know? <laughs> I would say that these people are savvy enough to where they're going to have anything that you could possibly desire. Okay, all right. Yeah, I, I mean, I could definitely... It's been... After eating, um, you know, hard tack and spider don't, jerky for a few don't days... Don't say anything seems... about my cooking that you don't mean. <laughs> what? I mean, it was fine. Fine? <laughs> Damn. It was fine? <laughs> Yeah. I have someone important to meet at Woodland Hall, but uh, after I'm done, I'll make sure to meet you there. And okay. With that, Finn and I, we, we start to kind of make our way towards Woodland Hall. Disappear off into the woods. We gone. I also... They gone. I also... Uh, Ted pulls Rory aside and says, if you are still interested in that uh, potentially very lucrative uh, treasure hunt. Um, I am almost certain. That you said the word Eastern treasure Inn. again, and like I got like chills. So uh, <laughs> I, I, we have made it through the forest, and I think uh, it is on our best behalf that we seek out some treasure that we can, you know, take back and uh, you know make a make ourselves part of a fortune, or at least you know trade around. So absolutely. Um, I don't feel near rich enough. No, well, so I was thinking I look rather poor. Um, look at like my shoes. My shoes have been, my toes been peeking out of them, quite frankly, uh, for uh, all, most of the forest walk. Um, and I, I, I can't tell you how many holes I have in my pants. It's just, it's not right. So I, I could frankly use a, a raise in the standard of living, uh, and I think treasure is the fastest way of going about that. I agree 100%, and I think our troubles may be over very soon. Perfect. Um, so, out of character, I think uh, if we're going to be doing two and some four, I think, one, this treasure seeking is going to be a, uh, what's it called? A, raise this, raising a standard of living, um, and then, which can be done anywhere. And then as a second one, I think uh, it would be gaining a new distinctive feature or specialty i don't know exactly what that's going to look like um but i feel like that's it would be that would be the treasure or lack thereof that they uh find along along the way you know whatever they return with on this you know excursion or undertaking is kind of this uh you know he gained something along the way and we can i feel like we can either make that up on the spot or uh role play that that's cool that actually presents a uh, quick question because that's got me thinking. How many of these undertakings, without trying to take advantage of the situation, how many of these can actually <laughs> be kind of like um, woven together depending on where we're going and why we're going? Because there are two that I've yeah. got. Yeah, go ahead and uh, which ones are you looking at? So the two that I've got are meet, that jumped out are meet patron and search for answers. Yeah, I was thinking meet um, patron yeah. as well, actually. Um, I think like you can probably meet patron um, and gain some like you can look for answers via the patron, right. you know, like with his wise wise council. 
Um, where's where's look for council? Why am I not seeing that? Uh, uh meet patron is says gain council slash aid from patron. Um, search for answers. Where's... Oh, there it is. I see it. Lore roll. Lore to gain insider information. Okay, yeah. Um, so search for answers. I think would be outside like talking to somebody that's wise that can speak into your current situation. Um, so like, let's say the kid runs into a lot of walls and can't get anyone to, you know, can't figure out where like any of these herbs might be that, you know, the kid's looking for search for answers might be, Oh, not literal walls. (laughs) Yeah. Not literal walls. Uh, Although (laughs) with the kid, you never know. He's in his head a lot. uh, I just want to say, I finally read, the name typed out the kid and i want to i want to applaud the joke for getting it four episodes in um that like the kid it's good it's good just want to say that's a, a clever one. Son of not, the I, dad. I literally was just Son saying oh it's the kid we're just calling him like billy the kid the kid you know no his name is the kid <laughs> that kid, that kid. Okay, that's, that's that's his legal name okay it's his christian name <laughs> yes Congratulations. On... Thank you. Uh, the slowest member of the team is back up. So uh, so we've got um, we've got Yurik going down to Woodland Hall. And uh, you do have, I want to remind you, you got that axe head. Yeah. And you, you, I, was, you know. I was just actually thinking about that. I was looking at, I was looking at a couple of these other ones. Sell it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, we could pawn it I think for maybe treasure. Just. Just for the sake of like uh, doing it, let's level up, uh, like buy our skill points and all that stuff. So it's just done out of the way. So what you're going to do is you're going to add up all of the little pips to the very right of your common skills. Add them all together. Um, doesn't matter what category they came out of. Then you can oh. buy uh, common skills and the little, you know, purchase chart mm-hmm. is in the uh, cheat sheet there too. Yeah. So... Yeah, you can upgrade and give yourself an extra dice on some of these skills if you can afford them. Um, you can save them, so make sure you you know keep track because you can save them for the next fellowship phase and buy something better next time. And that's um, advancement points. Now, experience points I give you based on how well you did. And I'm not gonna lie to you; you guys kind of kicked ass. <laughs> you you made it through Merkwood yeah. really well. You you saved. Um, Baldor from falling into the river. You got out of the spider situation like pretty clean. You killed the thing in the well. You had a great conversation with this hermit. It had some like revelations. So I think you did super, super good. And four is kind of like the baseline of like what you get after an adventure. Um, but I'm going to give you six points each. Whoa. Um, what? Because you guys wow. rocked it. So, so generous. Six, six, <laughs> six points. Plus the total that we have already. So, um, no, that That's doesn't to add to your pool. Yeah. So this is a separate pool of points. Okay. Where does so that you have go? six, and then in in your um, chart, you can, <clears throat> with experience points, you can buy the next rank in Wisdom or Valor, or the next skill level of your oh, weapon. So okay. those are the two things you can do with those six gotcha. points. And to the side, you can see, like, how much it, it is to rank yes. up on... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so you could take question. your yeah. yours for from two to three, I believe, with six points. If you yeah. wanted to, yeah. uh, two to three is six points. Can or, you remind yep. me yep. when we use wisdom or value, valor? Wisdom is what what you use, so you don't like get shadow point corruptions. Um, so you roll wisdom to see okay. if I want to cash in. Get a shadow point. <laughs> <laughs> and valor is a. Uh, a valor roll basically means um, anytime you encounter something really scary, your um, character might get so terrified that they run or worse. So, Peter Pants, you know, who knows? Um, so... You also get stuff, too. Yeah, okay. you also get stuff for each rank. Like, when so... we created your character, if you had a two in wisdom, you get like you got, like, a special trait or something? You got a vir- mm-hmm. virtue. A virtue. And then if you had two valor, like me, I got a cool-ass spear. Got yeah, it. you got you get a reward. Cool. Yeah. So with the six points, we add three to. I would like. I would add three to either valor or wisdom, um, or I no, can split you, it up. Or how does that work? You can split it um, up, so you can get like up to two and use four, and then it's like it costs two so to gain, you know, one. It, you could. 
it all depends on what rank you are. So if you're rank two, oh. then you can rank up to three with six points. But if you're only rank one, you have to use the four points to get to rank two first, then you use six points to get to rank three. Got ten total. You have to you have to go you have to buy each rank like individually. individually. Like a ladder. Yeah. Yep. Uh. It's a ladder up. So does this mean that we should also clear those um, pips, pips on the right hand side? Yeah. Alright. You should clear the pips yep. and they're ready to get so filled out again. Them. Yeah, for the next adventure. Clearing my pips. Clear yeah, those so pips, is... girl. Do you want us to announce what we're doing or just do it? I think you can just do it. Um, if anyone's got like something interesting, like getting a new valor point it. is awesome. Uh, you actually uh, get a reward, Han. So what? you have to look in the ro- the One Ring book because for your culture, you get there's like common rewards and then there's a cult- cultural rewards as well. So you basically get one of them. You get to choose. Okay, cool. So that's that might come in super handy. I'm going to go up to a three Valor, Chris. I'm going to use all six. Nice. Holy. Wow. I'm going up to three Wisdom as well. Protect me, Mommy, you know? (laughs) That makes me uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't burn this bridge. You don't have many bridges. (laughs) That makes makes Patrick and Cat Vera equally uncomfortable. I think I figured out uh, what Rory will be mechanically leveling up. So uh, with the six points that you have given us, um, I, uh, like Rory, have completely uh, eschewed, like, actually trying to improve oneself. And um, (laughs) I leveled up my uh, axe skill um, from uh, two to three, which is all six points Mm -hmm. because, you know, he's, you know, improving in his, you know, uh, uh, ability. So I'm just trying to make him a a more effective, essentially renowned fighter. Um, And then the five, um, I have five pips total. And so uh, a good spread across the board, but I'm going to use four of those points, bank one of them. Uh, Four of those points are going to be put into a one pip into persuade i feel like rory uh you know his his cantankerous kind of uh, uh hardened self uh you know he's been out he's he is a bitter bitter exile too just as a uh remembering his backstory he is a kind of exiled out of this thing so he is you know had this bitter bitter bitterness in himself that kind of put distance between him but as he's been spending time with uh Tim and going to these halflings, I think something along that line. He's you know learned a little bit of warmth in the uh, the conversational <laughs> skill, and uh, got uh, a pip in his persuade ability. Cool. And it sounds like there's going to be some swindling, so it's probably a good. Yeah. Good well, idea. So uh, I think along with that, and we can kind of figure out the specifics as we go along. So um, the the undertaking of uh, gain new distinctive feature speciality it replaces an old trait with a new one and so i think i'm gonna mechanically change it from wrathful to prideful in one of my things so i'm gonna change as you know someone who's kind of like by fighting back at the world around him and i'm gonna be like i'm starting to succeed you know all right you know we got this <laughs> you know okay we can do a little bit more all right the world should pay attention to me look at look at what i can do look at me <laughs> so i like that cool all right. Um, any anything interesting for Ted? Ted is um, taking the small folk trait, uh, which it, which allows him to parry a little bit better against people bigger than him, and also allows him to be overlooked much easier. So he he very much enjoys being overlooked, so that he can operate in the shadows when he nice. needs to. So. I would say that's the the main the main bullet point for Ted. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I'm looking at the undertakings and then the effects of the undertakings. What is what is yeah. um what is raising standing do for for our characters? Basically, um, like you have a standing with the woodsmen. Um, so the more you raise that, the more they trust you. Maybe the more forthcoming they are about like uh, you know different information. 
uh, the more helpful they might be, the more influential you'll be with them. So it's a very much like kind of like a role-playing thing. Um, and uh, yeah, it's the standing's going to be difficult because like I don't expect Ted to keep going back home. Like it makes no sense for a hobbit to keep going all the way back. Right, um, right. So it, we're gonna. It's gonna be interesting with the standing. He's stuff. writing some um, very good letters home. <laughs> yeah, the big okay. one I think, like the uh, uh, like standard of living is probably a little bit more important, just because that kind of determines like what how good of a room at the East Julian are you able to afford? You know, <laughs> like um, <laughs> yeah. So well, I'm pretty. I'll I'm go pretty ahead and share. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, my, my bad. I was just going to share really quick since we're all kind of sharing yeah. what we're doing with what we've got. So I decided to increase. Um, I got that pretty badass axe head. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to see what I can do with that down the road. So I decided to up my uh, my weapon skills with the axe. So I'm, I upped that to two. We'll see what happens nice. there. Um, and then I decided to take the pips that I had. I had eight. So I, uh, I threw... Um, let's see... Uh, I threw a skill point in Persuade, just because you never know. And then I upped my insight from one to two. So. Cool. Okay. That's, that's where we're at. And it, it's a good um, like indicator, too. Like, just try to find ways to keep using your skills. Because like, now yeah. you see like how important it is. Just keep rolling. See, yeah. see what you can do. Because you never know. Um, yeah. Cool. Catvera upgraded her lore from a one to a two after having that conversation or overhearing those elves talk about uh, Dolgador and stuff Um, and then I put I had zero in explore and I feel like my time in the forest uh, so I used the rest to put a pip in explore nice gain some some skills um, through the forest perfect with everybody uh, kind of getting their things together here, let's go ahead and see what's going to be next. Let's see what the undertakings are going to actually look like. Um, I have a quick as you a quick question yeah. on the undertakings. Um, yeah, as far as w- what I would do if I was if Ted was going to go to the east to is it it's the easterly end, right? Yeah. Um, would that qualify as the meat patron undertaking? Um, maybe, because, like, the owners of the Easterly Inn might be a patron for you. Um, right now, you guys don't really have a patron. You have to set one up, because you don't really have anyone that's, like, has so much respect for you, you mm. know, that uh, they're a patron for you. Uh, so... You mean we didn't make uh, that good of an impression? On Baldor? Yeah, Baldor would probably be... Like you could you could argue Baldur's probably a patron for you, but he's a traveling merchant, so you never know where he's gonna be. Um, if you impress, you can try to set up a patron at the Eastern Inn if you impress like the owners um, enough, and or like if you go and tell information to the Woodland Hall elders, you know, or say, hey, look at this axe head that's been lost, and your son's out there, or whatever, you might be able to earn a patron on the uh, Council of Elders or something like that. So. Um, that's how you can kind of earn a patron, and then they kind of start supporting you. And from a role based per- perspective, probably um, you can bypass kind of a like greeting properly with them, and they just you know you're you're friends with them kind of thing. Gotcha. Look at this photograph. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this graph. <laughs> <laughs> Was that was that uh, so the bit about the patron was that a, was that across the entire party or was that specific to, to Ted? I think that's uh, across the entire party. Okay. Um, I think certain people, based on your culture, might be easier to make patrons. Like Radagast would probably be easier for you so uh, spoiler, to make if, if you. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Cool. I was like, I was in like, that case, I'm, just... I'm not going to that hall after all. <laughs> I just want to get Radagast involved, guys. Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> Can we just get a wizard? <laughs> Please. I'm running low on the... Alright, so let's see what you guys do with these uh, undertakings. Um, and you all split up. Kind of uh, coming out of the, the forest gate. You kind of go your separate, separate ways. With the promise to meet each other at the Easterly Inn so far. Um, and you've got some time ahead of you. And I think... We'll start with Ted and um, 
Ted and oh my gosh, Rory. Rory. Josh, what's your <laughs> Rory? God, Rory. 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 I kept wanting. To, I want to say Yurik. I'm like no, no. Rory. Um, Rory. Uh, Rory and Ted, you're kind of the ones with the closest stop. Um, you head to the Easterly Inn, and we're gonna kind of like uh, see what you guys do there. Okay. Um, you travel uh, a little bit with uh, Yurik and Baldor still, but then you kind of split off uh, at one of the crossroads. And just a little bit uh, away from kind of the forest gate, probably about a day's worth of journeying to the forest gate, maybe not even that long, you see as kind of the sunset is uh, going down behind the Misty Mountains and the shadows are long over the valley. There is a little road that looks like some fairly fresh cobblestones have been installed um, that kind of started a random place on the on the dirt road and then curve their way um, off the beaten path and go up a little bit of a hill and you see a building out there. Looks like fresh construction. Um, it's not a tall and skinny here in Nashville, but <laughs> it is. Um, it, it is looks fairly new. It's got a new coat of paint on there. And um, there's a little bit of smoke coming out of the chimney. Uh, it's about two-story building, it looks like. And there's a big kind of sign uh, on the main path that says Easterly Inn. And it just has this big arrow pointing up the cobblestones as if it wasn't obvious enough. Um, and you see this uh, this inn sitting out in the wilderness. Um, what would you guys like to do? Ted starts walking faster. <laughs> He's extremely <No>. excited. <laughs> Ted, I, 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 get, I get the excitement, but that, listen... Strange, nice appearing places in the middle of wildernesses should never be like, you know, like you should always take them with a grain of salt. You've got to be careful. I understand your skepticism, but these these are my people. OK, I, I get these people. And when I saw okay. these cobblestones, I knew that I was home. So we are going I mean, to be treated incredibly it's well. Good stonework. Here. I mean, you know, the stone itself probably could be better. It seems like it's river rock. Uh, you know, I prefer mountain stone, but whatever you want, really. I'm going to overlook that, and we're let, let's just let's just walk in. Oh, okay. I, this is going to be great. Just let me take the lead for the very start. Of, I know that you are. I know that, you know. I'm, I'm feeling more, much more charisma coming out of you these days as, as well. I just feel like you are you are becoming a much better conversationalist in some way. However, just just let me take the lead for for the first little bit, and then feel free to jump in whenever you. Yeah. Think. No, I mean I, I don't speak halfling, so. You know what? I don't either. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, all right. Uh, you head in to the Easterly Inn. And as soon as you open the door, there's some familiar smells that hit you, Ted. Um, it smells like there's a stew going back there somewhere. Uh, there's a, a hint of a uh, long bottom leaf kind of filling the the room there's um a little bit of uh some commotion as you hear uh people kind of clinking their glasses together someone's playing fiddle in the back somewhere it's like walking back like instantaneously into the shire oh. ted just says i'm in tookboro i'm in tookboro <laughs> <laughs> this is wonderful <laughs> It's not Tukboro. We're we're on the other side of the the Mirkwood, kid. Okay. Uh, Next fellowship phase, we'll work on your sarcasm and your uh, metaphors. (laughs) What's a metaphor? It's okay. We'll we'll cover that later. Okay. Okay. So Ted Ted's looking for a hobbit of any kind. Uh, you kind of push through a little bit of the crowd. There's a you know at the. It's nighttime, so a lot of travelers have come in that are going back and forth. There's a decent amount of dwarves in here. Um, there are some look like wood, woodsmen that are sitting at uh, in the corner, kind of drinking drinking some ale. Um, and it looks like there's uh, a couple of hobbits running around uh, that are carrying drinks. One's behind a bar that's all like this wood counter uh, with pillars coming down. Uh, the ceiling has wood beams across it. Um, I'm not describing my perfect tavern, but, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you see uh, what look like uh, three hobbits that have been running around. There's also a, looks like a dwarf running around as well. Um, and you see 
someone I have to look in my notes for the name. Baldor and Belgo. <laughs> you see his oh, cousin Malcor. Wait, that would be bad. <laughs> Falcor. Wait, is that Falcor and Blalcor? Falcor, defender of the alliance. Malcor is the uh, god of Tolkien's universe, but the bad one. Oh. So that'd be bad if he was here. <laughs> uh he's the one that created the Balrogs. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> you um, you see a Hobbit running around, um, and go back kind of behind the the uh, bar there and uh yeah you, you see him go behind the bar and it looks like probably in charge um so yeah that's what you're okay you're seeing, Ted. i step forward and i put i put my hands up in the air like I've, i'm seeing a long lost friend uh even though i i don't know this person at all um <laughs> put my hands in the air like i'm seeing a long lost friend and i just go up to him and I just say, it is so good to see another hobbit in this gigantic world so far away from the Shire. It is just so wonderful to see you right now. What is your name? And uh, he kind of looks over. Well, I'll be another one of us. (laughs) (laughs) One of us. One of us. He goes, name's Dodonis Brandybuck. I can't believe I, I never thought I'd see another hobbit around these parts. Please, here's a drink on me. And he's oh, so, yeah. so excited to see you. <laughs> and he he goes running back. He brings out this, like, golden ale. He's like, better than the golden perch, I tell you. I love it. And could you get me one for my dwarf friend here as well? He likes uh, dwarven import. Dwarven stuff, if you got anything. Do you by chance have oh, a dwarven import? Do you have any D-I-P-A's? Dwarven India Pale Ales? <laughs> Dwarven Import Pale Ales. <laughs> we have a, a, a fine porter from the Lonely Mountain. I oh. think uh, I've got a little bit left in a keg here. Let me see. And he goes back and um, you hear like... And he comes back up and slams like this uh, wooden mug, like Dwarven style, uh, mm. uh, up in front of you. Yeah. I just and say, what, goes, what do I tell please, you? Please. What did I tell you? You're, you're right. You're right. Listen, I, I I didn't doubt. I did doubt you, but I didn't doubt you. <laughs> he goes. What what brings another uh what brings another Shire folk all the way to the easternmost part of the Shire? I like to call the place. Now that is a long, long story, and I don't know how much time we're gonna have, but you will hear the whole thing at some point. However, I let's just say at the start, um, we we have have um. We have been, what you say? We have been uh, with a caravan going through the forest for weeks and weeks, and we are uh, tired, and we are hungry, and we are thirsty, and we are also uh, looking for opportunities, if you will, opportunities to uh, explore to possibly uh, create wealth for ourselves. Um, He's talking about treasure. <laughs> right? You're talking about treasure. This is the treasure we're... Yeah? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Dodinus uh, says, Wow. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I, I see it in your chain a little. Are you a toque? I am. You have great eyes for a brandy buck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good eyes and good swimmers, those brandy bucks. But if I may, of course, of course, it's a, a toque out here. Uh, and of course, you're look, looking for adventure. We welcome it. Um, well, uh, treasure. If I could find some treasure of my own, uh, I'd take it myself. Uh all I know is uh, Misty Mountains are a good place to start, although I'd, I'd be careful. Uh, still a little a little strange up there, although the, the high pass is uh, clear, uh, thanks to our uh, our good friend Bilbo, you know. Uh, of course. But, 
Yes. Ah, gosh, his stories. I mean, I'm out here for a reason. But if you head up into the high pass, I'd get a guide or something like that. But uh, you might find some. There's some been some old ruins near the road. Um, uh, I send my uh, I send my brother Dindy. He he goes back and forth, um, and uh, he's actually out there right now. Uh, he's coming back from the shot. We, we get we get supplies, you know. And I send him off in the early spring, so. He should be back, hopefully, within the next oh, month, maybe two. And if things are looking good, he might have some uh, extra information for you. He's the one that knows the high pass better than me. That sounds wonderful. I'm always down for more information, if it has to do with potential wealth. Um, <laughs> any lucrative information, I'm always down. And I'm always willing to share information that I have. So it's... Is there anything that you would like to know? We just passed through the uh, Mirkwood Forest. All the way through. All the way through. That's a dangerous bit of uh, business, even in these times. Well, uh, anything out of the ordinary, I guess? I mean, is it just uh, all bats and moths and spiders, I suppose? Uh, did you, did you, what was the caravan uh, that came through? Oh, it was, a, uh, it was a trader named Baldor that we... Um, we helped escort through, and I must say that it went whatever the opposite of swimmingly is. And we we didn't quite we didn't quite have the most pleasant time going through those woods. And one thing I will say is, yes, we did see spiders, and these were not the types of spiders that you would see in the Shire. These spiders were about as big as that man over there. Oh, no, the big one. Never ever going in. Yes. Do you remember? I hear it's. Do you remember I what killed like seven, eight, maybe? Wow. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I, I believe. Oh, I mean, it's not unbelievable. Well, we be burned like a tower sir. full of them. I mean, like we basically just you know destroyed a whole. No, we were pretty good at what we did. You know, he said it went pretty bad, but we we did a pretty good job. And what I meant was, it went pretty bad for the spiders. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're here and they're not. That's right. And thank God. <laughs> One thing I will say is that it does seem as if there is a darkness brewing in some in some way in the forest, uh, based on what my companions have been have been speaking about. Uh, that is something that we need to keep an eye on. So I did want to pass that information along to you. I, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. I, uh, not something I want to hear so close to the forest, but uh, this seems like a well-traveled spot. So, I set up shop here, but I don't like shadows returning to the forest. You should try some mountain cobble in the, your pathway. It's, you know, more durable than the river stone. You, uh, you think that the, uh, the pathway would, uh, is going to be a problem if uh, darkness comes back? No, I'm, you know, just, you know, it's a more rugged path, you know, attracts less. It's a, it's a good looking stone, is all I'm saying. I would um, say that I'm surprised to hear you say that, but I've heard so many dwarves tell me that, that uh, it's, it's common knowledge now, I suppose. Um, <laughs> but uh, I do appreciate it. Maybe I will have to get my hands on some mountain slate here at some point. Yeah, yeah. Now, Ted would remember his name, but Tim does not. What, did, what was his name again? <laughs> um, his name was, God, Chris doesn't remember his name. <laughs> um, do, do something. <laughs> It is a deer. Uh, a Dodinus. 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 So Ted leans in and says, "Now, Dodinus, you and I, uh, we're both hobbits. We're both here to look out for one another. And um, I would love for you to keep your ear to the ground um, when it comes to any sort of uh, any sort of rumor of treasure to be found and." You will know that if we find some, that you will be well taken care of. He stares intently at you. You're not sure how he took that. And he goes, I like that. I like the cut of your jib. I think I'll uh, keep an eye out, keep an ear out, if you will. Uh, two eyes when I have them. And uh, I'll see what kind of uh, rumors I hear coming in. I hear a lot of travelers go back and forth. So if I hear anything, I'll let you know. Um, he looks happy. He's just so happy to see another hobbit. You're literally probably the first other hobbit he's seen 
since he's set up this band. And I'm going to say that here's a freebie for you. Uh, he is now a patron for, oh, at the very shoot. least, Ted. Ooh. And uh, as long as Ted and uh, Rory are around, he'll recognize you. Yeah. Uh, how do you spell it. his name, Chris? Uh, uh, his name, uh, it's uh, D-O-D-I-N-A-S. He's a brandy buck. Dodinus brandy buck. D-O-D-I-N-A-S brandy buck. And patron. I think him getting set up as a patron probably a good place to uh, stop this this episode. And I know. A lot of love. I feel like up. we've done a lot, but nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. We'll get more efficient in it.